0: The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlay to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome everyone to night. the Propcast slash the NFL Gambling Podcast. Here to discuss the Week Ten player props for this week, and joining me this week, Rod is on drill. Uh, he's a very very busy man. I got to give that man a lot of credit. But joining me this week to fill in for him, you heard the voice this morning on the NBA Propcast. It's one of the hosts of the NFL Gambling Podcast, as well as the college fo- football and basketball experience. It's Ryan McIntyre. Ryan, long time no talk, my man. What's going on?
1: Yeah, no kidding, Off. It's doubleheader on the gridiron in the hard floor. So, uh, yeah, doing a little basketball NBA earlier, now doing a little NFL. Ready to give out some props, Friday props for the weekend.
0: Yeah, man, I can't believe it's already NFL week 10 uh, already in double digits. We have about, what, seven to eight weeks left in the NFL. But um, it's exciting, man. There's been a lot of parody in the league. Uh, I know you guys have been talking about it with Roger Stafford and uh, Brady not looking so hot. And teams like, you know, both the New York teams, Seattle, a couple of surprise teams that have been looking really good so far this season. Obviously, the Eagles undefeated. Kansas City looks like they've been picking off um, or picked up right where they've kind of left off for the season. But um, it, it's been a fun season so far. But, hey, we're here to talk about the player props for this NFL Week 10. You guys know how we do. We'll give out some player props – or sorry, four player props each, and then we'll get into some anytime touchdown props as well for this NFL Week 10. Um, Ryan, before we get into the player props um, – Thursday Night Football, I am going to be honest, I had an 0-4-3 on my player props. It it wasn't pretty, but I think it's completely my fault because I, number one, didn't even check the weather until it became a topic of conversation on Wednesday. Uh, But I will be honest, I did not watch a lick of that game. Uh, Did you catch any of it?
1: I was in and out because I was doing college basketball stuff as well. But, yeah, I watched probably about half of it. I think Atlanta, things have, the market's caught up with them a little bit. And, I mean, with Mariota, he's so limited throwing the ball. It, teams are just stacking the box now and daring him to beat him over the top, and he just can't do it right now. And, I mean, all the stats and trends were going forward in that week where you, you want to fade Mariota on the road, especially as a favorite. And then, I mean, you got to give P.J. Walker credit. I mean, he's, he's kind of managed the ship a little bit here, going 2-2 two and two as a starter with the new head coach.
0: Yeah, um, look, PJ Walker. I think that the interim coach Steve Wilkes was right to give him a second opportunity, uh, or to be you know, continue to be the at least a starter uh, for the Carolina Panthers. And you know he had a pretty good game last night, at least looking at his stats wise. I know it wasn't very pretty for him in NFL Week Nine, but other than that, uh, for him to come back on Thursday Night Football on a short week against a divisional opponent. Uh, I think that he did really well. Again, give credit to that running game as well for the Carolina Panthers, uh, where they were able to, you know, have success on the ground with uh, Dante Foreman. Uh, I know I had DJ Moore as a prop. He got off to a good start, but after that, after I think they got up double digits, they really didn't need uh, to throw the football anymore. But again, give credit to their kicker as well. Eddie Pinheiro, uh was able to hit three field goals in those conditions last night in Carolina. So, um, you no, know, statistically wise, PJ Walker didn't have the greatest night as far as throwing yardage, but he didn't make any mistakes either, right? He didn't throw any interceptions last night, um, and he didn't lose any fumbles. Uh, he one sack last night. So um nonetheless, Carolina gets the victory. They improved a three and uh they go to three in the, the season. They are three and three at home so this season on the road. They going are one in have come home at land and uh, Um, all right, Ryan, let's get into our player props here, man. Uh, I'll let you lead it off your way up for uh, this NFL week 10 Sunday games.
1: I'm going to start in Germany. Uh, I'm going to go with Kenneth Walker, over 78.5 rushing yards. He's uh, the Seahawks are developing a little bit of an identity where they kind of look like the old Seahawks where Russ was there where they want to run the ball. Uh, Sunday in Arizona, he goes for 109. A couple weeks ago, 167. In this Tampa, run defense is not what it used to be, the reputation of their top-five run defense, but – They're they're not that anymore. Uh, Baltimore carved them up a couple weeks ago. Last week, the the Rams can't run on anybody, but still Henderson goes for 4.8 yards a carry. So my uh, first player prop is going to be over 78 and a half yards for Kenneth Walker from Seattle.
0: I like it. I think about uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season and how over the past couple of years, at least since Brady got there, that run defense was – impossible to do anything against. And you take a look at it this year where they, you're right. They have struggled um, defending the run um, opponent yards per rush attempt. Last couple seasons, they were at least in the top three every single year since Brady's been there. But this season they are allowing 4.6 yards per rush attempt by a posting uh, last three ga- games, 5.6, which ranks down below with the Houston Texans, with the New York Giants that have not been very good. Let me take a look at uh, how many yards they've given up on the ground uh, over the past couple weeks here. Tampa Bay, uh, they are at number 23, where they're allowing 125.2 on the season. But over the last three weeks here, Ryan, uh, Tampa Bay has allowed 157.3 yards on the ground which is right down there with atlanta dallas the chargers carolina and houston so um yeah i like it i think uh kenneth walker is really kind of flying under the radar here with all the injuries that the seattle seahawks have dealt with at that running back position obviously no rashad penny uh and and you know we know that Pete carroll loves running the football so um Mm -hmm. kenneth walker has looked really good for them so far this season um, all right, let me get over to my first player prop of the night uh, for the Sunday games. Uh, I'm going to start here with a quarterback. I'm going to go with Justin Fields over 57 and a half rushing yards. And it seems to be something that the offense has found with uh, Justin Fields. I'm not sure if it's been that he's more playing time. He's had you know more and experience, more reps under his belt. But they're letting Justin Fields do what he does best, uh, which is putting all his legs for the Shobo offense. Fields gone, has this production of and a half yards in four straight weeks for the Bears, and the attempts are rising for Fields as well. Over the last four weeks, Fields has had 12 or more rush attempts in three out of the four games. Uh, in the last four games, I'm sorry. We saw him, you know, run for 170 ground against the Dolphins. And now you're going up against a defense this week in the Lions where season long, except for last week with the Packers, opposing teams have gotten whatever they wanted, whether it's been on the ground, whether it's been through the passing game. I think Justin Fields is going to continue doing what he does best and and running the football here. I won't be surprised, Ryan, that if we do see 10 or more attempts by Justin Fields, I think that if he has those attempts, he'll get over 57 and a half rushing yards uh, this week against the Detroit Lions. So I'm going to go with Justin Fields over 57 and a half rushing yards here.
1: I like it. And it. the weather is going to start getting cold starting on Sunday in Chicago. So you know they're not going to throw the ball or attempt to throw the ball all over the field. And the Bears – since the New England Monday Night game has started developing a little bit of a, an identity as well, and that's they're going to run the football and play to Justin Fields' strength, kind of like Baltimore with Lamar, Philly with Jalen Hurts. So I like that play as well. And we all know this Detroit defense is not very good.
0: Yeah, they're really not. I mean, look, uh, last week I was I I was watching this game with with the Packers, and Aaron Rodgers just had two bad interceptions um, in that game in the red zone or in the end zone, right? One bounced off of a helmet of the lions. And then one, he just had a really bad throw Um, and he does that communication just hasn't been there with his receiver. So uh, I think that that's going to continue here. Um, Or at least teams can get back to doing what they were able to do against the Detroit lions defense, which I think that has um, Justin Fields name written all over it. So uh, that's my first player prop um why don't you take us over to your next one what do you got
1: i got my favorite running back in the nfl fantasy wise especially nick chubb over 79 yards down in miami um i think it's simple with nick chubb i i think if you take him over every single week you are definitely in the green this year looking at it uh uh, last week or two weeks ago before the bye on Monday night. He goes for one-on-one, week before that against Baltimore, 91. He's gone over this number in every single game except for one, New England, where they got blown out and got away from the running game for some reason. And from they're playing a Miami team where I think they want to run the ball to keep that offense off the field with uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell playing the, at the high level they are. And we saw at Chicago last week established to run at a good clip against this miami run defense as well so i will take over 79 yards for nick chubb
0: yeah this is exactly what we just talked about with what justin Fields was able to do last week against uh the miami dolphins defense and look that defense has progressed i think that's a, that's a better way to put it for this miami dolphins team and you know, we know they're gonna shoot out um, because of the offense that they this Miami Dolphins team has. But I think that for Nick Chubb, the dude's been an animal. I mean, look, there's no better way to put it for Nick Chubb. He's an animal. He's one of the league as far as, yeah, I mean, as far as a running back. Um, and it's scary, right, when you have a guy like Nick Chubb that you're going to go up against. And, look, he's done this. Throughout the season, where he has 841 uh, rushing yards already on the season, he's gone over this number in, what, four out of the last five games for the uh, Cleveland Browns. So I think that's going to continue here. The crazy part about Nick Chubb is that he's averaging 5.6 yards per carry um, this season, but that's really been consistent for him throughout his the course of his career. Where he's averaging five point four yards per carry. So Nick Chubb, yeah, definitely, I'm I'm right there with you on this one here, uh, uh, Ryan. All right, let me get over to my player Stick with another back here, and it was just the game that we were just talking about here: um, Lions and the Bears. I'm gonna go Jared Goff under twenty two and a half pass completions uh, for this game. And I talked about this last week with Rod on the cast is that, you know, just what the Bears defense has been given up, especially last week to the, uh, to the dolphins, um, the Chicago bears defense has not allowed oh, oh, let me say this. They've only allowed one quarterback to have 23 or more completions this season. And that was Kirk Cousins when the uh, Vikings were trailing in that game against the bears and it was all the Vikings had to do was throw the football at that that point in completions uh, to come back and win that game. But since then it's really been guys that have been having 17, 18, 21 uh, completions as bears defense. Uh, So I got to continue with that trend. I think focus this week, we just talked about it, how bad the Chicago bears defense has been, especially on the ground. So I'm expecting a heavy dose of, you know, Williams and Deandre Siff in this game and really taking that pressure off of Jared Goff, where he may not have to throw the ball if they're having success on the ground with their two running backs. So I'm going to stick with that trend. It's been profitable seven out of eight weeks so far this season, Jared Goff under 22 and a half completions here this week, uh, Ryan,
1: I like it because we read off all the stats on Jared golf dome versus non dome games. This game's outside in the cold Chicago, the wind and under the Dan Campbell air, the lions have not been good on the road, especially when it's a cold game. So I'm with you. I like Jared golf under the 22 and a half. I think, I think even if it was a good quarterback and because we know Jared golf sucks. Island is having a lot of traffic lately with how much he's struggling. But, uh, Yeah, no, even with a good quarterback, I think the elements, it would be hard to go over 22 and a half completions. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All
0: right, before we get uh, into some more player props here, guys, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor, Win Ready to win money and boost your odds? Win bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And during WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving away larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, and win $100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer something to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be twenty-one years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you're somebody who knows has a gambling problem, call one all right, Ryan, let's keep it rolling here, my man. What do you got for your next player prop uh, for NFL Week 10?
1: I got a receptions over-under uh, prop, and I'm going to take the over with Christian Kirk um, with, the, with the Jacksonville Jaguars over five-and-a-half receptions at Arrowhead on Sunday. It, they make it no secret that they want to get him the ball down there in Jacksonville with Trevor Lawrence, uh, targeted nine times, eight catches, 76 yards. And two weeks ago, prior to that, he was targeted 10 times. He was targeted early. Obviously, everybody thinks they overpaid for him in the offseason. But they clearly like him and value him in this offense. And their offense goes um, almost as he goes, to be honest, because the first three weeks when they were humming up uh, 2-1 and and they were blowing out the Chargers and the Colts, he was getting 9-10 targets a game and going uh, for 117 yards week one, 78 week two, 72 week three. So I think they got to get him the ball. And there's a chance that the chiefs do get up a little bit in this game. And Jacksonville has got to throw its way back in it. And we've seen the chiefs also with these big spreads, kind of take their foot off the pedal a little bit. So I'll go over five and a half catches for uh, Christian Kirk.
0: Yeah. Look, uh, you nailed there with a handicap is that I think that the chiefs offense is going to get whatever they want in this game. Um, and I think that you're right that Jacksonville is going to be trailing in this game, and that's just going to force Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, and those guys to throw the football. And I think that you'll see the targets again there for Christian Kirk, and the receptions will be there for him as well. So it's really, I think, for me, you know, based just off of game script, that Kansas City being this big of a favorite against Jacksonville, they'll probably get up two possessions in this game, which is going to force uh, the Jaguars just to throw the football more, whether that's you know Christian Kirk. Uh, hopefully it's for Christian Kirk, obviously, for because we want to win these bets. But um, also, you know, Travis Etienne, you know, Marvin Jones, those guys, I think that's going to be a heavy dose of passing uh, in this game for the Jacksonville Jaguars offense. Um, all right, let me get over to my next player prop. I'm going to stay on the ground here as well. to go. i got to fade my team. I've, I've been talking about this all season long on the prop cast here, Ryan. Um, Saquon Barkley over 94 and a half rushing yards in this game. The structure entered the right direction because this number opened up at 92 and a half. Now it's up to 94 and a half. And rightfully so, um, they have their hands full this week. Saquon Barkley, right? Number one, the Giants are coming off of a bye week. So getting a fresh and rested Saquon Barkley in this game. Texans have now allowed every starting running back to go over their rushing yard project- projection this season. Uh, Texans are giving up 158 rushing yards per game on the ground over the last three weeks. They've given up over 200 large part of that was against Derrick Henry as well, but we saw Miles Sanders get over his projection last week. We saw, uh, both of those running backs find the end zone last week or over the last two weeks. Meanwhile, Saquon Barkley, or let me say this also is that the Texans rush defense is allowing 5.72 yards per carry to opposing running backs. And meanwhile, Saquon Barkley, he's averaging 4.8 yards per carry this season. And one thing that has stood out to me over the last three weeks uh, or last three games for the Giants, he's had at least 20 carries in each of those games. So they're, you're getting a heavy dose of Saquon Barkley from the offense for the uh, New York Giants. So I expect that to be there. I expect him to have another big game. will not be surprised if he gets into the range of 120 plus rushing yards. He does have two touchdowns in this game. Because this Texans rush defense has just been that bad this season. So if your book allows you to buy this number up and get some plus money odds, I would do that. Uh, buy it up to 105, 110 so far. Or like I did, I mentioned it with uh, Derek Henry a few weeks back. So at least for the show purposes, Saquon Barkley over 94.5 rushing yards here, Ryan. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I know you're a Houston Texans fan, and it's hard not to fade them defensively. Um, they're one of the worst rush defenses in the league. We saw it two weeks ago where Tennessee literally couldn't throw the ball with Malik Wills, and Houston could still not stop Derrick Henry. He went for over 200 yards once again. I know Saquon's not Derrick Henry, but still, yeah. I like him to get over this 94 and get into the triple-digit yards.
0: Yeah, I think uh, this is going to be. I think we'll see a lot of running in this game. I think both by Damien Pierce and also with um, Saquon Barkley in this game. Uh, do you have any more player props to give out?
1: I got one last one, and you know, yeah. and it's going to go to the same handicap angle here. It's funny that it felt like we were seeing a transition into you got to be able to throw the ball. You got with Mahomes, Josh Allen, all these good quarterbacks, but all of a sudden, especially when the weather gets colder is that these teams transition into we got to run the ball because these teams are just playing cover two against us and they're going to keep it in front. So it, it, it is funny that we're taking a lot of over-rushing props. And that gets wow. me to my final one, and it's the guy that everybody likes to take a jab at this year. Aaron Rodgers is playing Dallas on Sunday at Lambeau. It's going to be vintage Lambeau elements in terms of mid-30s, windy uh, on that thick grass there. Under 233.5 passing yards, Dallas has the best defense in the NFL, in my opinion. And when Green Bay played Washington, they could not block Washington's front. So they literally threw screens the entire game, quick game, with Aaron Jones and uh, Dylan out of the backfield. I think in in order for them to even have a chance to move the ball, they're going to have to run the ball like they did against Buffalo. Buffalo Mm -hmm. is a similar uh, matchup as well with their vintage pass rush. So – I. I actually like Green Bay to keep this game close and, okay. and which means they're gonna have to run the shit out of the ball basically and just have Aaron Rodgers be a game manager and get the ball out quick so he doesn't get hammered by uh, Michael Parsons and Marcus Lawrence in that front.
0: I think the thing for me here is and I love this prop um for Aaron Rodgers, but after last week's debacle, do we really think that Aaron Rodgers is going to come out again flinging the ball all over the field where he doesn't trust the young receivers? And look, I was watching this game last week as I, as I talked about it earlier. It feels like to me, I don't know if you've noticed this or you've watched any Packers game, Ryan. Sammy Watkins looks lost out there. I don't know if he's like – he's running the wrong routes. There's multiple times last week where I saw this where Aaron Rodgers got frustrated. I don't know if that he hasn't had enough practice time or what it is, but – he there was a play uh in the red zone where they were close to the end zone and scoring where Aaron Rodgers threw one to the corner of the uh, left side of the end zone where he thought Sammy Watkins was gonna be. But Sammy Watkins made a I think a slant uh, a slant route and they were nowhere near where the he was supposed to be and where the ball was. So No doubt. I think for yeah, and I think last week against the Lions, you talked about this today. Is where I like that's what we like. I like Justin Fields to run the football against this team. I was very surprised that they weren't running the football more, whether that was with AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones only had like nine what carries last week. Yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. The game strip again. I think let's see this week that in fact that do the Green Bay Packers come out and run the football against the Dallas Cowboys uh defense. And I think that's gonna be something interesting to watch. But again, going back to the player prop that you, you said with Aaron Rodgers, I just don't think that he trusts these guys and they've what lost now five straight games. I just don't think that yeah I will be surprised if he gets around two hundred and ten, two hundred and twenty passing yards here. I think this is crazy to say Ryan that for Aaron Rodgers we're taking under two thirty three and a half
1: as, our, as as my best bet. I mean, I, yeah. if you told me that 10 weeks ago, I would have said, shoot me, because there's no chance I'd be saying that's my best bet. But that's just the reality. And, like, I'm the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan because he has been my quarterback for I feel like he, every year that I've sure. had a fantasy championship. He's been yeah. my quarterback. So I'm a big Aaron Rodgers guy. But yeah. his body language sucks. And, yeah. like, last week he's blame. he likes to blame everybody else. He yeah. threw two interceptions in the end zone that – you' there's only one person to blame, and it's yourself on those.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Look, um, yeah, yeah, you're right. We saw we saw the body language, the frustration, but at some point, like he needs to be accountable of what's going on. So, no doubt, whether, whether that's spending more time after practice with your receivers, I, that that should have been something that was happening at the beginning of the season. Because right now, Ryan, we could probably say that their season is over right now yeah. in that division. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, I think, have a three and a half or four and a half game lead um in that AF yeah. sorry, NFC North division. So it would take a monumental collapse by the Minnesota Vikings to lose this division lead. Um and, and for Aaron Rodgers or even the Chicago Bears to come out and take this division. But yeah,
1: to I the Yeah, go ahead. I I was going to say, you could make the argument that the Chicago Bears are a better football team than the Green Bay Packers right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think especially over the last couple weeks here with what Chicago has maybe figured out something on offense. I think Justin Fields has played a lot better. Um, You know, he's running the football more effectively, and Chicago Bears are actually showing some fight versus what you mentioned with the body language that Aaron Aaron, uh, Rodgers does have. I know – you guys were talking about this on the show earlier on the NFL gambling (laughs) podcast that Jay Mark is smiling from ear to ear about what's going on with the Packers right now.
1: I was just about to say, this is what you get for putting me with J Mark for 10 straight weeks is that I'm saying the bears are better than the Packers now. And shout out to the chat. One sharp shark. Rodgers is more washed than my laundry. Yes, he is right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny how that it hasn't worked out for both Devante Adams and Aaron Rodgers where they, if they would have just stayed together, yeah. This would be a different conversation that we would be having right now. Um, between what you know the Packers I've been I've oh. not been doing this season. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk more about, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers as we kind of progress through the uh season here with still eight weeks left. Uh let me get over to my last player prop. Um that's going to be in the same game here. And that's going to be CD lamb longest reception over 22 and a half, uh, yards. And this is the game. I think people are going to have their eyes glued to because it's two public teams. Um, we just talked extensively about the green Bay Packers, but I think as bad as the offense has been for this team, the secondary has been, I don't, I don't want to say as bad, but it, it's been bad as well. And I think the numbers are really backing it up. So the Packers secondary, I know Eric Stokes left last week's game or the previous week, and I think they're going to not have him for the rest of the season is what I've read uh, before we got on here, but they've allowed at least one wide receiver or running back to have at least a long reception of 23 or more yards this season. Now, this Sunday in Lambeau Field, maybe it is a close game. Maybe we do see some more passing – or sorry, more running. But when you have Dak and CeeDee Lamb to defend against and you're down when you're top guys in Eric Stokes, that's going to be a, a lot to ask for this for this team. I know they have Jair Alexander in that secondary, but Lamb has had a long reception of at least 23 yards in five out of the eight, five out of the eight games he's played in this season. And let's not forget, early in the season – Dak Prescott missed a lot of time with that injury and it was Cooper Rush and CeeDee Lamb was still able to put up numbers. He was still able to get those long receptions. So for me, I think there will be a possibility where CeeDee Lamb, you know, makes a, big catch down the field or he's able to um you know get an, a a catch on a on a slap uh, on a slant pattern and break one out for for yards after the catch and again I think this trend is going to continue this week where they're going to give up a big play and I think CD Lamb is going to be the beneficiary of that so I'm taking CD Lamb longest reception over 22 and a half yards here
1: love it and, and you hit the nail right on the head moon off like Rodgers gets all the blame from the media and and just all the publicity that goes that way but going into going into this year the narrative out of green bay yeah they didn't have any receivers but they were going to run the ball and they were going to have an elite defense their defense is not elite at all it's a middle of the pack probably just below average defense so far and they were supposed to be like it was the Denver Broncos with Peyton Manning at the end and that's how they were going to win it just hasn't come and I I mean it happened a couple weeks ago where Stefan Diggs got behind him a couple times yeah. and uh Terry McLaurin the week before that so they they've given up multiple explosive plays in every game during this five game skid and I look for it to continue.
0: Yeah, I agree. Again, it's just not very good right now for the Green Bay Packers. So uh, definitely uh, keep fading the offense, keep fading this defense because I, I think that if they take another L this week, they are pretty much going to pack it up for the season. And I think that it's going to be maybe we see Jordan Love uh, sooner rather than later here, uh, Ryan, for the uh, for the Green Bay Packers.
1: Yeah, this um, is the last stand.
0: Yeah, it really is. Uh, all right, uh, let's get into or oh, before we get into some touchdown props here. Uh, let me tell you guys about our merch store. It's holiday season. It's time to get the holiday shopping done. Get it done early. And look, we all have that dj in our life. Whether that's yourself that's listening to this podcast, whether it's a family uh, family friend or, or or you're one of your own friends or a family member, and you're looking for that perfect stocking stuffer gift for that dj in your life. Head over to the. Do yourself a favor. Head over to the SGPN merch store because there are so many great things that are happening uh, available on that merch store. Whether it's t-shirts, hoodies, hats, um, there's accessories for you know office space. There's if you're if you're a huge Ryan Kramer fan, the draft day shirts are there as well. But since it is a holiday season, uh, the merch store does have a Christmas uh, or a holiday season uh, sweater. And a lot of us have those sweater parties, whether it's with, you know, the office, whether it's with family or friends or both, and, and you want to get that sweater, go check it out. It looks really nice. It's not ugly. It's really nice. You guys need to check it out. It says, let it right on there, the company motto. Uh, and if you go and buy it before Thanksgiving, you'll get 10% off, but use promo code Dallas sucks. That's 10% off when you use promo code Dallas sucks. And that's only at store dot sports gambling and make sure to use promo code Dallas sucks to get 10% off, but that's only valid up until Thanksgiving day. All right, Ryan, let's get into some uh, touchdown props here. If we have a few to give out or uh, maybe one or two to give out, uh, what do you like this week or who do you like this week? I should say to find the end zone.
1: I'm going to go over two-and-a-half uh, passing touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes. I think this okay. Jacksonville defense is going to struggle. And we just saw a game where kind of Mahomes – I mean, he threw the ball a lot, but they did struggle offensively. So I look for them to bounce back at least offensively and get over uh, two-and-a-half touch touchdowns. And when you're thinking of Patrick Mahomes scoring touchdowns, you're probably thinking of Travis Kelsey. So anytime touchdown scored, Kelsey – Is 170. If you want a little more of a juicy price here, plus 475 first first touchdown score.
0: Yeah, I like that. I think this is going to be a big week for Kelsey. Um, Me too. I know he's kind of, um, I guess we can say, not been able to find the red zone. I think over the last couple weeks, his last game was uh, where he had those four touchdowns against the Las Vegas Raiders all the way back on Monday Night Football on October 10th. But since then, uh, yardage-wise, it's been there, right? We know. I mean, we know Mahomes loves him some Travis Kelsey and that he's a security blanket, but there's going to be opportunity opportunity uh, where he's able to find the red zone here this week for the uh, Kansas City, um, Kansas City uh, Chiefs. I was about to say Kansas City Royals. My mind is still in uh, baseball <laughs> mode, but uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs here, and again, I like your play as well uh, for uh, Patrick Mahomes to get over two and a half passing touchdowns. Uh, I just think that the Chiefs' offense is going to have, going to get whatever they want against this Jacksonville secondary. I expect oh, a don't. big week from both Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Um. All right, for me here, Ryan, I am just I I, I hate to, I don't hate to do this, but it's it's been a money maker. I'm going to give you Saquon Barkley two plus touchdowns at plus three eighty. Um. I mean, what else do you want me to say? This this second or this this rush defense has been really bad for this uh, Texans defense all season long. I've talked about it at volumes. I think that this is an opportunity for Saquon Barkley to have a big week. If you're able to find, you know, kind of build those same game parlays, I'm sure you know you can do that at your books. But over on WinBet, you can do it as well. Build that Saquon Barkley hundred plus receiving yards. Sorry, rushing yards and two-plus uh, touchdowns scored by Saquon Barkley this week. I think that he's going to have a big week here for the uh, New York Giants against the uh, Houston Texans. Also was looking um, for any time touchdown for – God, what game was it I was looking for? It wasn't – yeah, Jalen Waddle. Minus 115 anytime touchdown against uh, the Cleveland Browns. He's been able to find the end zone uh, this season uh, multiple times for the Miami Dolphins uh, offense there. Talked a lot about two of this season. We talked about Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill hasn't been able to score the touchdowns, but Jalen Waddle has been able to find the end zone uh, for the Miami Dolphins this season. I believe he did have one last week uh, for the Miami Dolphins. He's had... At least a touchdown in two straight weeks for the Miami Dolphins. He had two against the Lions, one last week against the Bears. He's had six total on the season. So I think there's another opportunity this week where he can find the end zone for the Miami Dolphins. And I'm gonna take uh, Jalen Waddle at minus one fifteen to find the end zone here. Uh, Ryan, any thoughts on those two guys?
1: Yeah, no, I like the Waddle play a lot. I think I think that Cleveland and Miami game is like a sneaky high scoring game with Cleveland's ability to run the ball. And then Miami has been explosive all year with those two receivers and they're playing the game in South beach. So weather is not a factor. Yeah.
0: All right. So those are our touchdown props. Uh, let's wrap it up with a uh, best bets here, Ryan. I know we give about four player props each year. Uh, we'll pick one of those where we're going to put, let's just say two units on instead of one unit. I think you already mentioned yours. I'll let you repeat it. What's your best bet for this NFL week 10 Sunday player props.
1: Yep, and I'll flash it for those watching on YouTube, the banner right below. It is Aaron Rodgers under 233.5 passing yards. I don't think this Green Bay offensive line can block this defense or defensive front from Dallas, so expect a lot of runs. Weather's cold, and whenever Rodgers does start to get the ball out quick.
0: Yeah, I like it. I think the game script's going to be running this week, uh, possibly by both teams, but I think more so for the Green Bay Packers side. And, again, I think that – I'm able to find a sacks prop for the Dallas Cowboys only maybe like over two and a half. I think they're going to be able to get to uh, Aaron Rodgers in this game, but yeah, co signing this with you, man, Aaron Rodgers under 233 and a half passing yards. Best bet for Ryan, Uh, my best bet. I'm going to, I got to go with it, man. Saquon Parkley over (laughs) 94 and a half rushing yards. I am going to be laddering this one up as well, but look, this Texans team, their rush defense is—it's just bad, guys. Just, I know it's boring, but it's making money every single week, and I, I've—I can't tell you guys how much money I've made fading this Houston Texans rush defense. Um, so I'm gonna go right back to it, Ryan. Saquon Barkley over 94 and a half rushing yards,
1: and. For those that don't know, Moonoff, he is a Texans fan, so this yeah. is a complete unbiased take. He's <laughs> making money off his own team sucking. He wants the first pick. He wants to talk Bryce Younger, CJ Stroud.
0: Yeah, look, when you find those weaknesses on your own team, you got to expose it. You got to make some no money doubt. off of it, and you got to let the people know where they can cash in as well. So this, I, I gave out Miles Sanders last Thursday when the Texans and uh, Eagles played each other. He went over that number easily. I think it was like 74 and a half or 79 and a half. He ended up with, I think like 90 rushing yards. Um, and again, this is one of those weeks where you have explosive guy like Saquon Barkley coming off of a bye week fresh legs. I think he's going to choose this uh, rush defense up. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of the prop cast. Also featuring it on the NFL gambling podcast. So if you, um, are a prop player obviously you're listening to this podcast podcast you can also uh cash in with us but we drop it both on the nfl gambling podcast feed as well as a prop cast feed as well so um hopefully we can make some money this weekend together on these player props ryan anything else my man before we get out of here for nfl week 10
1: no, it's honestly sad that we're already going into week number 10. It'll be playoffs before we know it. Look forward to uh, getting back on the recap show with Rod on Monday. Make sure you guys tune into that one because we always give good look-ahead line values so you can get ahead and beat the market.
0: Yeah, that, I think that's uh, one of the uh, important uh, information, I guess we can say, that we give out on the NFL Gambling Podcast is those look-ahead lines. Uh Not the following, not the that upcoming week, but the following week, where you can take advantage of some of the lines. And I know, uh, Rod, J Mark, and Ryan have been uh crushing it on those. So, again, great place to listen to that pod recap everything that we saw over the weekend, maybe that you weren't able to see, but also take advantage of you know some look ahead lines as well, and then uh, make some early bets and beat some of the line moves. Um, all right, I will be back in just a couple minutes with uh, Scott Reichel to talk about the afternoon games in NFL Week 10. So if you're hanging out with us, stay tuned. I will be back with him. Um, but make sure to follow Ryan on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Follow us on Twitter at SGP and NFL. And make sure to subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast over on YouTube. Um You'll know when we go live every single day, maybe twice a day sometimes with the NFL Gambling Podcast. Ryan, anything else, my man?
1: No, that's it. And I look forward to talking Monday night football because I know the Heineke's are trying to end that uh, perfect season of Sean stacking the money green.
0: Oh, yeah. Your commanders (laughs) are in action on Monday night. Yeah, me and Dylan will cover that game on Sunday night. So look out for that. All right, guys. Good luck with your picks. Let's break these books off and let it ride.